I'm Lisa. I do the midday show at 101.9 The Mix in Chicago. And I'm Jerry Nunn from nunnontherun.com. And Lisa and I go way back. Way backstage, maybe. Yeah, that's where we met. And now we're bringing you along for the ride. Like a plus one. But we don't really have time for some big intro. All right, let's go. Nonstop. Nonstop. With Lisa and Jerry. This week, we recap Ace Comic Con Midwest. And we talk to Jesse Smollett from TV's Empire. Hey, everybody, this is Jesse Smollett, and I'm on nonstop with Lisa and Jerry. Okay, so Jesse Smollett from Empire. That's kind of a big deal, Jer. He was great. He, this is probably my fourth interview with him, something like that. So he remembered me from past interviews, which is always complimentary when yeah. they remember you. And uh, this was for National Coming Out Day, which was October 11th. Uh, they had done a big event at the AT&T flagship store. So Jesse was there, and then um, Shangela from RuPaul. Drag Race, who was just in A Star is Born. Oh, yeah. Yes, Lady Gaga picked Miss Shangela to be in the movie, so we talked a little bit about the behind the scenes of that some more, so that was really fun. And Everybody is loving that movie, by the way. Yes, yeah, everyone's loving it. And um, so Jesse was great, got to hang out with him. You asked him something about his character or the run of his character, and I thought he gave you kind of a weird answer. I definitely think we're very, you know, this season particularly, can't give away too much, but significant. Yeah for Jamal and I think that where at least where he is going where all of the storylines are going um, it's when the time is right to wrap it up it will be wrapped up beautifully nice yeah. I was I was on I was an extra in that episode where you oh, came okay. out on Empire oh, so oh, really the white we were all wearing white one of the legendary moments and they yeah. fed us spaghetti and I was yeah. like I'm wearing white so funny um, okay so it's kind of cool that you guys were actually working on the same episode together at one point yeah so I was in an early episode of the first season before Empire was what it is now. Yes. But it was coming out party at a club was the scene and we were in this hotel. A whole bunch of us it was a white party so everyone's dressed in white. You filmed it here? We filmed it here okay. and Jesse came out officially in that episode. So he was singing and then he that he's finally tells his dad and, and the whole people all these people in a room packed full of people dancing that I'm coming out you know he does a speech and sings and then everyone's all shocked and everything. It was like <laughs> a whole thing? Yeah. There was like it was like a gay gasp like oh I can't believe this is happening. He's out of the closet. I hope there and, was a fainting couch somewhere. <laughs> they, there was. Some chase lounges around. You can of faint course. on. And then for lunch, so for our lunch break, that was a two-day shoot. So on our lunch break, they fed us spaghetti and pasta with at a like white red sauce. Well, we were dressed in white for two days and just at our lunch break, a regular, you know, where we had the craft services and, yeah. and everything. And I was like, I'm gonna get sauce, tomato sauce all over this white outfit. I have to keep it white for two days. Whose idea was that? I don't know, but I just thought it was really <laughs> funny. But it was fun when uh, you know, Terrence Howard's like hanging out and had lunch with us like he wasn't a big deal. And then I remember um, Taraji P. Henson said thank you guys for all of your work. We all know what it's like to be an extra and in the background and uh, we really appreciate it. I mean she didn't have to say any of this. This was you know early yeah. on and you know she was just all around us. Naomi Campbell was there for the scene. and <gasps> she, What? Yes and I walked right past. They had to walk past her and she had to walk past me and different things like I was all around her. Was there any interaction there? Because I would love to hear a Naomi Campbell story. <laughs> there was, and I mean, she was. They were fighting in the scene, so Taraji yeah. and Naomi were, you know, trying to be the biggest, you know, catty person. <laughs> and I remember trying to get an interview with Naomi, and they were like, "Oh, she's very busy with the shoot." And I'm like, "She's right in front of me. She's she right take there. A, she could take a minute to talk." Somebody is cutting up her spaghetti for her right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it was fun. But that's kind of cool. So Empire is still going strong, definitely still going strong. I ask him how they're going to wrap it up, or how they're going to end it. You know, he can't, of course, can't talk too much about it. No, but when you did 
bring it up. He kind of gave you an answer like, I'm not really sure, but mm-hmm. when they do it, it'll be fabulous. Yeah, I felt like he's learned oh. to be very careful about what he says, because when I ask him where he goes around Chicago, so I thought that would be a pretty easy question, you know, for someone who's spending all their time in Chicago now. Pretty secretive. But he had to be kind of like, well, people will show up, you know, and so that's why he's got to be careful. I hope you got my reference when you texted me the picture of the two of you mm-hmm. about the Mighty Ducks, because I said the Mighty oh, yeah. Duck Man. Okay. And I was <laughs> like, ah, I remember him because he and I are about the same age. Oh, okay. So we were, you know, I was like seven or eight when that movie came out, whatever. Mm-hmm. And and uh, I just remember him. And he's come such a far away. So I'm really happy yes. for him. Love that he's in Chicago. Yes. Yeah, it's great. There's been a ton going on, as we've mentioned. As usual, October has been very nonstop. You were at Christina Aguilera just the other night. Yes. And I had waited so long to see her. I've never seen her live. Me either. It was just a rare opportunity to see her. She canceled years ago. And then even up to now, we were nervous that she was going to cancel in Chicago. She canceled three dates, I think, last week. What's her deal? Well, she's she's just been sick. Oh. So after a couple of songs, then she stopped to talk, and she was clearing her throat. I mean, it was not a fake. I've been to concerts where they're kind of faking being sick, and mm. they, they'll mention it once. You could tell she was congested and having trouble talking and had to take moments where she's like, you know, and I, I swear she had a cough drop at one point. I need and- some hot tea up in this. <laughs> yeah, she was drinking water, I think. I don't remember what else. Uh, but she was very like, I'm sorry, I'm, I was not going to cancel this Chicago show. This meant everything, you know. Oh, and I thought that was really great. And she goes, she goes, um, it would be a lot easier if I lip synced, but I don't do that. Hey. Bull, you know. So, not with that kind of voice, honey. When you can do that with your pipes, you can't fake it. Right. And and because she's had some kind of mediocre albums the last couple mm-hmm. of albums, a Lotus uh, was not the hit maker that I guess they wanted it to be. No. Well, you've forgotten how great her voice is and how those when you get to hear those hits like stronger and beautiful, and you get to have those moments with her. And she did lots of costume changes. Of course. And she was a lot of, you could tell she was kind of laid back in some ways, like very nice. She's so cute, actually, when you get to see her that close. And then after that, two of my drag queen friends came and they were they were in the Detox and Mercedes, who do drag shows all the time. That's their names, Detox and, and Mercedes. Mercedes. Yeah. Those Detox. are fantastic names. Detox is from, uh, from RuPaul's Drag Race. Okay. And Mercedes has been a long time friend of mine. When you and I are not together, are you just like walking down the street with a gaggle of drag queens behind you? That would be nice. I appreciate that entourage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You seem to be highly connected in that world. Yes. I mean, you know, it's, I've had a lot of connections. I've been going out to the bars and covering and taking pictures of them for so long. They're so fun. So they love the publicity too, I'm sure. But there, but a lot of them have gotten to be good friends. And Mercedes was waving at me from the stage. And I didn't think she was because there's so many people in the audience. How did she even spot me? <laughs> but she was like, I waved at you the next day. And I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't want to assume it was me. You know, because I don't wave back. Now you know. <laughs> so. <laughs> but that was, that was the vinyl encore number that she's like, I brought my friends. and Wow. But she was just great. I thought she was. She really hung in there and did all the songs on the set list, did not cut things. Little I Moulin mean, Rouge in that or what? There was no Moulin Rouge. Oh. That one was not there. I did notice that. Hmm. But she uh, she really stuck to it and, and hustled. And you could tell, you know, it was not easy for her. Awesome. Good to have her back in town. Definitely. You know, I, I was bummed that I missed her while she was here. But like, I've been running around like a nut case too so I you know some things sadly I have to say no to right (laughs) which always breaks my little heart she'll be back over the weekend you and I both did the first in Chicago Ace Midwest Comic Con right we went on different days Mm -hmm. tell me about your experience there Uh, I like to go Sunday because it's not so crazy you were smart for doing that you definitely got the full fan experience when you go on a Saturday but there's more costumes actually costumes are better on Saturday sometimes people don't dress up as much there were some incredible costumes I kind of have to hand it to the people 
people for like really going all out because these are not like, you know, Amazon costumes. These people put big effort into these costumes. Yeah. And I wanted to prepare you. So I told you what they're like because you hadn't been to a comic convention ever. Right? I have to tell you, our little pep phone call that morning before uh-huh. I went over there was very helpful. Oh, good. It was even harder because I'm going out to Navy Pier for this busy, crazy event that I don't really know what to expect. And I'm bringing along my sister and her kids. Right. You know, by the time I got off the air here and went over there, there was no parking. They were mm-hmm. turning us all away. We did a lot of walking to get back from here down to the pier. You know, with little legs, I'm carrying someone yes. on my back and I'm like, oh my God, we're not even there yet. And I am exhausted. Right. <laughs> but you know what? The whole thing was really cool. It actually wasn't as big and overwhelming as I worried it was going to be. Yeah, because, oh wait, this is a smaller one. So that's just to warn you, Wizard World and C2E2 are huge. I mean, they're huge, huge, huge things. So this was the baby version. Good. So maybe it was a good warm up. Yeah. Were you? But I think the sizing was perfect. Yeah, it's laid out was really well. It was really cool to see Chris Evans, uh, Captain America, like in real life. Yeah, he is just dreamy. And so I knew cute. he would be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved the, the fan experience of meeting people in the line while we were waiting to meet him. That was really valuable for me. And I felt like I should have done this a long time ago because I, I usually don't do the photo lines or the autograph things too much. And to wait with them and hear their stories was really, I mean, this, the lady in front of me had two little little kids with her and her husband had they'd driven a long way and they this was their vacation and they you know they spent a lot of money on this thing absolutely it's, it's a big deal it's you know it's it's not cheap to to meet your hero but they wanted to do it and then the guy behind me had come from New York and he was like he was here just for Chris Evans because he was such a fan and wow. it was a rare opportunity I guess Chris Evans doesn't even do a lot of these comic cons and he's really like cool. really kind of A-list right now yes. so it, you know it's not like they were trying to get you to meet some no name like he's a big deal that he was here doing this right so that was big and you met Matt Smith right yeah he you know he was wonderful I was excited to bring my sister to meet him because she's like madly in love with him and mm-hmm. has been forever right. um, he was a sweetheart his people were really nice mm-hmm. um, I also thankfully did not have to wait in any of the lines because I was so flustered trying to get there on time and, and mm-hmm. you know bring this group of family with me mm-hmm. um, I missed the whole thing Oh, I missed it his time was up panel was over oh okay uh, we did get to watch the panel but after that he was he was like done for the weekend oh yeah he didn't he wasn't there on Sunday no and I was kind of like oh please 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 can I have 10 seconds and they were like yeah come on back hang out I was like oh thank you for making this happen uh-huh. um, and I have to say that the people that worked for the Comic Con and then I guess it's a different maybe photo company that runs that as well maybe Possibly. in partnership mm-hmm. they were all extremely helpful extremely friendly because they could easily be like no sorry it's over right and turn me away but they all were kind of like, you know, texting who they needed to, bringing me to where I needed to go to help me make it happen. So there was definitely extra effort to make this an unforgettable experience. And they totally did it, which I'm thankful for. Yeah. That's what I love about the comic conventions that people that don't always fit into society, I hate to use the word like nerds and things like that because I think <gasps> it's negative. But I think I have a story. people that, that fit into, that don't fit into the norms of society, right? Or socially awkward, all kinds of things. They get to be a hero for a day. They get to dress up. You know, people want their picture with them and it helps them get over some of their social anxiety and things like that. So I really love to see that special day and and it's not always just about the celebrities that they're a celebrity for a day and I totally. really like I like that. I made a big time faux pas because I brought like fake nerd glasses oh, okay. to wear to like I don't know fit in. I was trying to be cute. Uh-huh. What it happened? was it was not well accepted. Oh, okay. <laughs> they were like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "Oh, I'm trying to fit in and be a nerd." And they were like, oh. "So I like it was <laughs> it was very offensive and rude of me." I didn't know. I was well, just trying to like be cute. It's your first one. So you get 
you know, it's the beginning. So. I didn't even wear them. They were on top of my head. Like, I didn't even really wear them. Yeah. That was an awkward moment. You know, did you see the guy who was dressed like uh, the Joker? There may have been more than one. I saw the but... picture that you took with him. He looked great. Okay. He wasn't there Sunday, so. He was in, like, full character. Mm-hmm. After I posted the picture, he started following me on Instagram. Can I just tell you, without that Joker makeup, the dude is hot. Oh, nice. It is, like, stupid hot. I'm like, <laughs> what? Excuse me? Are you are you in Chicago? I need to look this up. <laughs> so I was walking over to the to Navy Pier, and there was a hot Thor walking down the street. with. It, but he had, like, his family in a baby carriage. I was like, oh, Thor. He had a big, huge hammer. And he's <laughs> walking down the street, like, down Grand Avenue. And I'm thinking, wow, that Thor. I just wanted to run up to him. But then I was like, you know what? I don't want to embarrass him in front of his family. We took great pictures. And you know what? I think those guys like taking pictures with oh, they love it. other fest goers. Yes, I love it. I mean, there was a hot Venom. He was, like, packed into this suit. Oh. oh. <laughs> so <laughs> that was a lot of fun. And, oh. there, and there was a lot that during in Artist Alley. There were several of my gay friends that were doing uh, drawings and things like that in the Artist Alley. Uh, so that was kind of fun to talk to some of my friends that were already there working. And then for me, Jim Starlin was a big deal. He's, an, he's a longtime artist that created the whole Infinity Gauntlet. I'm totally going down the nerd, nerd <laughs> road. Nerd. I know. I know you're not following me, but <laughs> that's okay. Somebody that's listening will. Yeah. He did the uh, the whole thing that right now the Avengers are in the middle of fighting in the movies. Oh. He's the one that kind of created the comic versions of it. has been drawing for over 40 years, and this is like a big resurgence for him because of all of Thanos and the fighting the Avengers and the space stuff. The Guardians of the Galaxy, all that stuff is his, a lot of some of his creations. That's kind of a big deal. Yeah, so I thought it was great to you know, just go up and talk to him. And I did talk to a lot of the comic artists, and I was using these people who are, you know, artists and writers as sort of teachable moments for the kids that I was like, look, these guys worked really hard and now they get to do this. This is their job. Mm -hmm. They get to draw and write and do all this cool stuff and that's their job. So I was, you know, kind of walking them through that because I don't know anything about comics, but I do know it's really cool if that's your job. I always wanted to work in the comics field, but it just seems so far away. It's like usually in New York. It's where their offices are and all that stuff. So Ace is bringing it to the Midwest, baby. Yes. So that was really cool. One thing I noticed, and this is going to sound super catty, but I was approached by a girl, the same girl, more than once, who wanted to know what my press pass entitled me to. I, you know, I had told her, yeah, I told her nothing really. I just get to, I just get to be here. She had waited in line. I guess she has been following Chris Evans all kinds of events to take pictures with him. Okay, and she was there alone. Mm -hmm. Stalker. And I was sort of creeped (laughs) out after talking to her because even my sister was like, "What is her deal?" I'm trying to be nice. I know maybe she's just a fan. And okay, Chris Evans is super cute, and you know we all have little celebrity crushes and everything. But she's probably about my age, and they're alone and just kind of being a little stalkery about Chris Evans. Is that a normal thing? I think it is a mental thing. What it what it is. So I've been. I'm not trying to be mean. Really, I know you're you're not. But I but I'm a little creeped out. In in honesty, I believe in what I've learned throughout the years of all these celebrity things that it is. It can be a little. People can be mentally off, and it can they can take it too far, and they can they don't separate between the person's art to what they are in real life. So they they think that person's really like that person in real life. It's really interesting to me to watch. People that get so involved in it, I think it can be bad for their health and bad for people around them. And so there's that whole side to it. There's there's a really scary side to that. That's when, you know, you have stalkers, you have people hiding people's bushes, going into their houses. You yeah. know, you hear well, about all this kind of stuff. And that's kind of where I'm going with it because I understand being a fan. We're fans of so many people and especially, I mean, who am I to really say anything? Because we run around town, you know, trying to get pics and, and interviews with celebrities all the time. Mm-hmm. But I guess there is it's a not point the same thing. where you're kind of like, ooh, that's getting weird. Yeah, I, th- I think for me, I've had my moments of 
of that, you know, whenever I was younger. Whatever. But now that I've been able to interview all these great people and see them as real people, I, I don't have that anymore. I don't have a little thing where I'm that caught up in it, right? Oh, I mean, God, not at all. Right. There's different levels, too. I feel like celebrities mean a lot to one person. And then Chris Evans, people in my office don't know who Chris Evans even is. So well, there's that. That was kind of how we had opted to go towards Matt Smith for my sister rather than Chris Evans for the kids because, look, if he's not dressed as Captain America, they don't care. Right. And it's Chris Evans. He's in a t-shirt. He's in jeans. He's hanging out. It's Chris Evans. It's not Captain America. So they don't care. Right. So we were like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Doctor Who. Right. And that's it's all who's who you're into and who who's important. But there is a weird separation from reality of what it is. And even the woman that I mentioned with her family and spent all this money, she kept saying unusual things around me, too, where she was like, my husband will let me, you know, have a chance with him and things like that. And I just thought that was really strange, you know. And like I said, your oh. children can hear you. Right. The kids were there. Uh, I, I mentioned his gay brother, you know, and I said, oh, I wish his gay brother was here, you know. And she's like, well, then you would stand a chance with him. And I'm like, I don't think like that. Like, I'm not trying to hook up with his brother. Right. I just I'm thought actually it'd be not fun. trying to get a boyfriend here. <laughs> yeah, and it's not going to happen anyway. And you're not going to get Chris Evans in a photo line. Again, I'm not trying to be super catty. I'm just no, I'm trying to put myself all. in their shoes. No. Because I've had odd requests, too. And I'm kind of like, all right, well, <laughs> I'm really, I'm trying to be nice. I want everybody to leave these events happy. But right. um, we don't need to touch. <laughs> <laughs> no touchy. Right. I'm like, not to be weird, but there's uh-huh. really... Anyway, that was a great experience. I could see them maybe moving to another, maybe a convention center, preferably something with a parking lot in case you are bringing, you know, more than just... You and I are so used to doing things maybe on our own or together or whatever, but but if you're hauling kids there, I don't know if Navy Pier is a place to go. Right. So the C2E2 is at McCormick Place, Wizard World's at Rosemont. Okay. So you have some other parking options for those. Yeah. I mean, would I go back? Definitely. This is a totally different note, but did you see this video that I did, it's on Facebook, at least Alan on air, but I went to the Moxie Hotel and filmed them building a 17-pound burrito. Wow. 17 pounds? (laughs) Like, is that even necessary? Did you take a bite? Yeah, man. How many? Like, a mouthful or what? How do you eat that? We sort of, we sliced it up. I mean, because this thing is massive. We needed, like, two people to carry it. It was, like, a whole thing. But, yeah, we we sliced it open, and I, like, had a little bite of it, because I had to try it. I'm not going to let you make this gigantic burrito in front of me, and I'm, like, smelling how good it smells when it's coming off the grill. Like, of course I'm going to eat it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was good. And I'm kind of thinking like, I don't know, maybe I'm going to start doing more of these like food videos. It was kind of fun. Yeah, food videos are entertaining for people to watch too. Because who doesn't love burritos? Right. But what kind of size of tortilla was that? So they made, <laughs> they made, they used like a ton of them. Okay. And oh. just kind of like. It's more than one. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. But you know, it, it's through Zombie Taco, but you have to get a certain room at the Moxie in order to actually get it. Like a zombie room? I don't know. I, I mean, I know you can't just like roll in there. Like we can't go there for lunch and be like, yeah, we'll take the 17 pound burrito. Sure. It's got to be kind of like a special occasion thing. What is the price on a zombie taco? I have no idea. Wow. It'd be $1,700. Their regular tacos are good though. <laughs> are they? And affordable. Okay. <laughs> Which is nice. Yeah. Cause they have that, they're open 24 hours. So you can, they have like a little walk-up window. Okay. Right on the street, which is kind of nice for, you know, the neighborhood. If you need a late night snack, which I often do. And bringing it back to drag. They do drag shows there. Really? They do diversity night. Yeah, I have not been, but I need to go. Which surprises me, because I knew you'd find a drag angle. Yeah, well, you know, (laughs) it's there. They're dancing right in front of me. I just got to go. It's right down the street from my office, and I have not been in the venue. Oh, I highly suggest it. It's a cool place, and everybody was really chill, too. Okay. We were there playing, like, board 
games and, you know, hanging out. It's a cool spot. You should try it. Great. Getting back to making these food videos because we got so many hits on them, I think I'm going to go back to, remember when we did brunch at that place, Bar Cargo? Yes. They're doing some, like, build-your-own pizza or something for a chance to get on their menu and, when like, win pizza for a year or something like that. So I kind of want to see if they'll let me go and, like, film making a pizza. I'm not going to win because I'm not a good cook anyway. I mean, the, the cook there is from Rome, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so he, they've shipped him in, and he's amazing. Right. We've eaten there. It is fantastic. And again, I don't, I mean, I live off, like, Lunchables and Lean Cuisine. Like, it's not, <laughs> not going to be anything good. And I won't win the contest, which is fine, but I think it would be make kind of a cool video. Sure. And something to do, then anybody can go and try and do this. I was just thinking about my diet today, because when we're going nonstop all the time, mm-hmm. when do we have time to cook at home? I have, like, frozen food that I just run in, and I'll heat it up. Me too. And then I go to bed sometimes. Like, I'm going to vent so much. Well, you've been eating at a lot of nice places, though, so, like, forget about the freezer food. Where have you been? This Brazilian steakhouse again? Yes. Have you been to Brazilian steakhouse? I went to Z451 with you. Well, right. We did do that. Um, oh, gosh, this feels like so long ago. That became probably one of my favorite spots in the whole city. Yeah. Actually, because that I, I don't think I've ever eaten so well mm-hmm. as that night. That was so good. Yeah, they're, they're more of a, they're a different spin on it. I feel like that Z451 is a different spin. This is the traditional, like, Fogo de Chap. Oh, my God, I said it wrong. Fogo de Chon is how you say it. I hear everybody pronouncing it differently, which is great. Yeah. Well, I mean, just call it Fogo. That's right. easy. We know what you mean. But that, that you know, that's a, a nice traditional restaurant. They did a wine tasting, and it was just, you know, get the whole experience. And I feel like the salad bar is very different than Texas Day Brazil. I went to that one. I haven't been to either one of those places before. With, within a week, I wound up going to both. And so I've had a lot of meat in a week. <laughs> <laughs> but it was uh, very different experiences, and I, I think they're both valuable. I, I know that they feel, you know, obviously they're competition with each other, but they're they're very different. I think the food's different. The, the steak is different. I don't know. Everything's Equally good, different. though? Equally good in their own thing. So I had a great time at both. They both win. I went to a place kind of like that. I was in Mexico. I was, like, at a resort, mm-hmm. and they had a Brazilian restaurant, and that's, you know, where they bring these long sticks of meat to your table and, mm-hmm. and all of this. And I remember us, we were much younger, and drinking. Drinking profusely. Okay. And by the end of it, I remember them like cutting off a piece of meat and telling us, this one is monkey. And we're like, it's monkey. <laughs> well, I'm like, I'm not eating monkey. And But we were all just so drunk. <laughs> you ate the monkey? It wasn't really monkey. Oh. <laughs> but you're damn right I ate it. <laughs> oh, my. I love monkeys. I can't imagine doing <laughs> no, that. Me too. It wasn't a real monkey. It was like some kind of whatever they normally serve. Beef, probably. I don't know. People eat monkey brains, which is so crazy. Okay, let me let me be <laughs> real clear. I did not eat a monkey. Monkey, I swear they're they're so cute and like cuddly. I would never eat a monkey. <laughs> Touch the monkey. Isn't that a song? Touch the monkey. <laughs> I it's think. an old shock Genesis the monkey? song. <laughs> oh, Peter oh no, Gabriel. shock the monkey. Yeah, Let's shock the monkey. <laughs> Like, did you say touch the monkey? That sounds that sounds dirty. <laughs> oh my god! Well, shockingly, we have gotten way off track, and actually, we're running late, so we've got a ton coming up. In fact, you and I both spent some time with Snoop Dogg yesterday. Yes, people have to hear that one. So you know, we got so much material that we weren't even going to try to hurry up and like smush it into this episode. It's too good. He deserves his own thing, and we are going to make that happen for you. Plus, we have a massive Halloween. Halloween episode coming soon. Yes. And it is going to be, dare I say, star-studded. It's going to be fun. We're going to have a lot of fun with that one. It's going to be great. So October continues. Please do find us on Facebook, Nonstop Lisa and Jerry. Uh, Hit like, subscribe to us, let us know you're with us, and we will talk to you next week on Nonstop.